0: Hey, and welcome to Move in Acadiana, a podcast where we talk about a culture that like a stick of butter in a hot pot has melted into something beautiful from great people to great food, music that makes you dance to festivals that make you happy. And from time to time, we talk about our local real estate market. I'm your host, John Ray Perkins. Let's get moving. Live.
1: <laughs>
0: well, how are you, Ben? John Ray, I'm sitting in your office, man. It couldn't be better, right? Um, so I'm I'm here with Ben Bruce Hart from Catholic Charities of Acadiana. Did I say that right? That's it. Yeah, awesome. Um, so Ben's been on the show before. Uh, last time you were on the show, I think it was right after Ida. The I think it was Ida, y- you the, know what's the funny? sixty mile wide um, yeah. tornado that came through here that we we're calling oh, a hurricane.
1: Gosh, and, and it, look, we've had three of them come through in the past two years.
0: Yeah, so they all and da- so like it could could have been Ida, could have been Delta, could have yeah. been Lara. It could have been any of them. Yeah. So um, this time, fortunately, we're not talking about the disaster. Ooh, no. So um, I I like I like to not talk about disaster.
1: Disaster is something that we have to get. Um, we've gotten used to in South Louisiana we often say it does, Louisiana is uh, it's kind of like the cone of uncertainty always kind of um, finds us here um, it we are a disaster prone region where're Lafayette sits what 30 40 miles from the Gulf of Mexico um, it's not if it's when when it comes to storms like that sure and we were even proven in 2016 that it's not just hurricanes that, that we should be it's kind of flooding, guard against it's tornadoes, it's yeah ice storms. Oh gosh, yeah. <laughs> yeah. Natural disasters tends to find us in some you know, shape or fashion. Um, and really the reason that Catholic Charities of Acadiana is involved in responding, well, preparing for and responding to disaster is because it, it just it shows itself time and time and again. Uh, folks who are experiencing poverty, folks who are already up against um, challenges in their lives, those who are kind of disconnected from the community and lack resources, they stand to suffer at a disproportionate level in natural disaster. sure. Um, I think about our friends who flooded out in 16, who, man, it was it was an inconvenience. It was a big inconvenience I and mean, nobody expected it. But a few calls to the insurance company, dipping into savings, taking care, you got family that maybe jumped in to help out. Um, but leading up to the end of 2020, we were still dealing with long-term recovery cases
0: from that blood in 16. Wow. is that crazy? Well, so my first um, interaction with what is now Catholic Charities of Acadiana started back in 2004, 2005. W- we launched with a friend of ours, Mark Bourgeois, um, we launched uh, a week-long work camp. Mm-hmm. And so that's where I started to meet some of the service organizations like Rebuilding Together, mm-hmm. um, you know, who's now part of Catholic Charities. Um, and... And so from 2005, we started working on 2006, uh, Katrina and Rita came through, and we shifted our focus with that work camp down to Vermilion Parish, where we would work in from 2006 to I think 2011. And I would imagine- Those were all Rita cases? Those were majority Rita cases. Years. We showed up at a Rita f- a house in Vermilion Parish, um, in, in Erath, no, in Delcambre that we showed up three years later. Mm-hmm. The house had floodwaters come in. The horses kicked in the front door to get out of the water. Gosh. Cause it was three weeks before the, the owners could even get out there. Right. Wow. Um, like the old people say man as the crow flies mm-hmm. right um from they were a mile from intercoastal uh, bay yeah um and so the horses came in Well, the goats went upstairs What? and for three weeks, the goats lived upstairs. And so they ate all the food because goats don't care. They're going to eat, eat anything. anything. That's right. And so wow. we, three years Survival. later with 12 teenagers yeah. shoveled out goat poop. Oh yeah, you did. From the second floor and the pressure service. washed it. And right. And I remember sitting, um, with, uh, his name was, uh, we called him grandpa Carol. Yeah. Um, I remember sitting with him and he shared with us like just how grateful he was, how he never thought he was going to get back into that house. It was his childhood house. It was, you know, all the things. And three weeks later, um, uh, I, I can goose off, I think were the Mm -hmm. two storms. Mm -hmm. One of them came through that area and literally picked up this house, shifted it over a foot and a half and slammed it back down. Like the front porch that we sat on was found a mile and a half from the house. Oh man. So anyway, um, All of that to say, like, I have a long history with Catholic Charities, (laughs) Acadiana, and I love it. And most of what I have had experience with, you know, up until the last few years has all been disaster relief from the floods in Cairn Crow, from the Rita homes, from 2016 floods, the tornadoes that went through rain, like, and so... That is only one thing, though. That Catholic <laughs> Charities of Acadiana yeah. does.
1: It's one one of our, and I think the last time I counted, we have thirteen programs. There, there are some kind of um some programs. Uh, when I think of like the Abide Conference, okay, mm. that's kind of a newer thing. See, I, I, I don't think that about even, it as uh, a as a program. Yeah. Um, but yeah. So since 1973, um, we were we were known as Lafayette Catholic Service Centers. Mm. So we're, we're coming up on our 50th anniversary. We're super excited about that. we got all kind of things planned. But um, we have been an organization that has served those who are experiencing hunger, homelessness, and poverty. And, and the way that that's kind of fleshed out, these services that we operate, um, St. Joseph Diner, um, Food Net, Food Bank. We have three emergency sheltering operations that provides emergency sheltering for um, men, women children uh, veterans we have we have a, a specific program that caters to the needs of veterans we have um, our disaster response outfit rebuilding together Acadiana. Um there there are many of them and really they all kind of the measuring stick for all of these programs um, is the Gospel of Matthew chapter 25, verse 40, whatever you did for the least of these brothers and sisters of mine, you did it for me.
0: Corporal works of mercy,
1: the corporal works of mercy. Um, so Catholic social teaching would say, um, that it's feed the hungry, uh, give drink to the thirsty, bury the dead, visit the imprisoned. Um, I'm missing a few of them in there, but, um, we are caring for the sacred gift of all human life, but especially the most vulnerable. Mm-hmm. And if you think about the clients that are being served, and that's who they are to us. They're our clients, we are we are serving them. We work for them. Um, these are individuals, these are human beings. Um, we believe that the way the Father sees them is the way that we believe that the father sees us, that we are not a, a the the sum of poor decisions or our faults and failures. We are the sum of his love for us. And so- um, John Paul II, right? John Paul II. Um, we need a bell to ring every now You know, We either drop a name or you know say something poignant. But um, these are individuals like the, that. The yeah, the laugh meter on, it. On, on. can I get an amen? Can I get an that's amen? That's right, that's right. I love those Kayla, girls. Kayla, that's for you. Um, folks who really have nowhere else to turn um, it, it, those those are the ones that we
0: are gunning for so in you you, you as you were going through the corporate works of mercy um, you said something that jogged my memory I think it was in 2016 17, our buddy Lance at STM um, invited me to do something that I think y'all sponsor or I know y'all are part of um on all saints on all souls day. Solar day, Yeah, sure. Is that y'all's thing? Yeah. Can you tell? Yeah. So, so
1: many that years was cool, ago, Oh, by the way. Uh, and, and so I just made my five year anniversary as chief of external affairs for Catholic charities of Acadiana. And I still remember my first day. He still can't fit the title in an email B- signature. B- uh, app. It's a lot of words. <laughs> So it's, it's so fancy, but it really just means I get to tell stories and sure. invite people to be a part of what we do. So, and, and, Y'all haven't anyway, come up with an acronym for that that's yet? Just <laughs> probably. We'll get it one day. Uh, but my first day, it was... November 2nd 2017 and um of course that's that's all souls day um and so um that evening Kim my colleague who's our CEO said hey um we've got a a a special mass at St. John's Cathedral and um it's something that we've done I think at that point they had done it for maybe three or four years but um this is where as an organization um we are able to claim individuals who have passed away, um, but didn't either didn't have family to claim them, or um, if you've ever had to go through the process of burying a loved one, um, it is not cheap. No, not at all. It's not cheap, and and um, unfortunately, too many folks. Um, Pass away, and their loved ones don't have the money to to provide a proper burial for their loved one, and um, and we believe that it, there are certain things that should be afforded to a human being in our society, um, not only something to eat Um, not only the safety of of having a a place to have safe shelter um, but everyone should have a proper burial and um, Kim many years ago um, to, to make a long story a little shorter um she had a conversation with the uh, the coroner here in Lafayette, and um, come to find out, I think that she was she was looking for one of our clients that we had lost touch with, mm. um, and that happens. Um, yeah. You care for people who are in a um, a chronic experience of homelessness, just many years. Again, you've got the disconnection, you've got the lack of resources, but the longer you spend on the street, the harder it is on the body. You're in this hyper uh, state of hyper vigilance for years. And it just does. It doesn't number physically on the body. And often, when we are, when we do house somebody um, within a very short period of time, um, often um, they they die. Um, it doesn't happen all the time, but but often it, it does. And um, and so we're used to to providing that burial. But we we went to try to find one of our clients, and um, when when she was there. Um, The coroner said, well, I have your client here, but do you, what about the rest of these? Um, and there were many, there were many, many, that part of the story. Um, and so, yeah. And Kim just said, I want them all. I want all of them. And so that was that was the first what we call the burial of the unclaimed. And so cathedral really uh, does a wonderful just job. And and I'm going back to my first day, November second, two thousand seventeen. Um, I remember I was I was a mess. I was, I was just a puddle. Um, I think I was helping with music. I was up at the top, and um, there was you have the bishop there, which. Um, it, it, I took away from it is that here is, I think there were 30 something people that were being buried that night. They were being honored and, and given that proper burial. Um, this is what the world may have fingers in quotes. The world may have said, man, this is, um, you know, uh, th- these were kind of lesser
0: than people, mm-hmm. but this was a funeral for a
1: King.
0: Yeah. No, it was one of the most moving events oh, that I think I've gosh. ever been to. Yeah. So if you're listening and you're interested, um, every year November second.
1: Every year November second. So uh, sorry for the for the for the long story. No, there, but thank the, you. Like, yeah. The the it's. It is a beautiful reflection of the importance of the work that our organization does. Yep. Um, we, we care for folks. Um, we, we look for folks who have nowhere else to turn. Um, and and that doesn't stop when they die. No, That's the beautiful and thing. And sometimes yeah. you're, you're walking with them all the way through.
0: Yep. That's awesome. So, okay. So we talked about disaster yep. we talked about the diner. Mm-hmm. We talked about food net. We talked about the shelter, the emergency shelters. Yeah. Talked about burying the dead. What else? Um, One thing I left out.
1: So essential hygiene services. Okay. So this is something that we've done for many, many years. Um, If you're in an experience of homelessness, let's say downtown in Lafayette, um, taking care of your personal hygiene needs. And... Rightfully, I, I understand why, uh, but there's nowhere to use the restroom downtown unless you're a paying patron. Um, there's definitely no place to take a shower and take mm-hmm. care of those needs. Even even uh, getting a pair of underwear or socks. These are the kind of things that like, maybe you and I, hey, we've got a washing machine. We can make these things last for a while. Um, but when you're on the street, they, they wear out. They just do. And so- um, This is one of these services that we provide that um, uh, it works to restore that dignity. If you feel like if you've ever mowed the grass on a hundred degree day and you just, man, you smell, you just, you feel like you feel like death after, but then you either. Put on, you take a shower and you put on a fresh pair of clothes, it's it's like you're a brand new man. Yeah, Brooks and Dunn reference. Okay, <laughs> you, you're, you're just you, you feel brand new. Um, and that's something that, um, also, I mean, there there are some physical health um, reasons also why taking care of your hygiene is important. Um, people are more susceptible to sickness, virus, illness. On the street, I mean, open wounds, these kinds of things. If you're not caring for these, it can um, it can create more suffering. And so um, that that's a, again one of our other services that we provide. But, that's uh, cool. I would never have thought about that. Yeah. Right. Yeah. So the Stella Maris hygiene center, which is our program, um, gosh, years ago, we gutted an old office and put in three showers, two bathrooms and, uh, and a place to wash some clothes. And I mean, this uh, coming up right now, we've done like 32,000 showers wow. in a year, you know, in a year. Yeah. So if anybody wants to step up and help us with that water bill, that'd be great. Okay. Yeah. Now <laughs> taking donations. <laughs> That's right. That's right.
0: Do we have a Venmo? Yeah. Yeah. Close enough.
1: Yeah. No, hey, listen, we, uh, we're uh, kind of tied up uh, the services of Catholic Charities of Acadiana. The vast majority of our services are 100% donor funded. Um, we are, we can do the work that we do because we live in a super generous
0: sure. place. That's, um, that's a factual. Statement.
1: Yeah. Yeah. And like even, okay, so food net let's move on to food net for a second. Food net food bank. We're providing 750 supplemental food bags to folks in our community per week. Okay, so those bags are 10, 11 bucks a pop. Your grocery
0: bill has gone up just Grocer- like everybody else. Grocery else's.
1: bill has absolutely gone up. Yeah. Um, but we are spending twenty to twenty five thousand dollars a month purchasing food, and look, we're grateful because we, we get to purchase it locally. Adrian Supermarket is a is a great partner. They're giving us food for I mean about a, a, a real close to um, to cost. But even with that, we're having to purchase so much food because of the amount of phone calls and the amount of need that's showing up on our door. And so, where's the um,
0: need coming from? You want to speculate?
1: Yeah, um, like physically or okay. So, we'll
0: why start, is there so yeah, much need? Let me, re, let me rephrase. Oh, absolutely. Why do you think that there's so much need today?
1: So. Um, the economy is upside down. Mm-hmm. Um, I mean, you can look at, at what inflation is doing to the costs of everything right now. Um, I think that you know we had the the COVID years, and um, there there was a lot of money that got put out into the community, and so now this is kind of the reverse economic effect on those things. Um, Utility costs are through the roof. And so if food is through the roof, and, and I'm saying this, like, even as a as a homeowner and a, and a father and a provider myself, I've got three boys. Two of them are in high school. Um, one of them's in third grade. They all eat. They eat, you know? Um, and so my grocery bill on my income is more. It is I mean I'm I'm used to budgeting a certain amount per week.
0: We're blowing past that. Sure. Um us too by the way.
1: Yeah, I'll bet.
0: We have four. Not four boys. Yeah. But we have yeah. (laughs) It's it's
1: undeniable. Um Utility bills, um, utility bills uh, for the past, what, three or four or five months. Something they've like been that. double. Yeah. And so when I think about the phone calls that we're getting, by the way, we are averaging 425 phone calls per day throughout Catholic charities of
0: Acadiana. And That's, you answer all of those. Personally. Yeah, I don't. Yeah, but
1: in no. <laughs> the thing is, you know, we, it's, we don't have a call center. Yeah. Um, We, we just, we get phone calls in our programs, um, whether it's a need for shelter, a need for food, a need for financial assistance to help stay housed. It, it is more expensive for folks and it's squeezing folks to the point of crisis. And so we are the organization that, that is fielding those phone calls. And so, um, What is it that an organization like Keller Williams, uh, if you can allow me to brag on you guys for a second. Sure. This is a perfect segue. This is, but yeah, perfect. Yeah. This is (laughs) the perfect time and place. Um, Keller Williams for the past few years has made preventing hunger a hallmark of your business. Um, You're not just saying it, you're doing it. Um, you guys are making a commitment to a certain you know, number of pounds of in-kind grocery donations per year. I mean, I, now you've, sp- really. you've split. It's incredible, really. It is incredible. Uh, it, it's 20,000. Uh, this year's goal is 20,000 pounds. 20,000 pounds of food. <laughs> of food. Um, we're pretty much purchasing 20,000 pounds of food every month. So the fact that one company one organization of however many you know realtors that 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 are a part of this group and your associates and and your clients and and all of the 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 fingers in the network that you guys have that you guys are basically
0: adopting one entire month out of the year see i didn't realize that that that's well we're fleshing this out on yeah. the mic right here no i like it so yeah. can i give you the history behind that yeah please um So 2020, the plan was actually to partner up with Catholic Charities of Acadiana. This was before COVID, right? I think this conversation might have started late 2019. I think y'all had just um, brought Rebuilding Together Acadiana underneath the umbrella of Catholic Charities. So we were talking to Jody, and I think we were going to go paint one of the shelters or the diner. It had to be one of the shelters. And like we wanted a big... Every year on the second Thursday of May, Keller Williams International, because we're an international real estate company, um, has what we call Red Day. And uh, we shut down all of our market centers around the world and we give where we live. That's the tagline. Love it. And so every agent gives where they live. And and that year we were going to partner up and, and, and have a big paint project. And then COVID happened. And so I remember in March talking to Jody, like, maybe we can make this happen in May. Right. And, you know, hindsight, obviously we couldn't. And so we did a bunch of little things like the little bitty free, like the little free library, neighborhood Mm -hmm. libraries. We made a bunch of those and put them in a neighborhood. And we did a blood drive and we uh, gave out plates of jambalaya, I think, to anybody that wanted to come and get jambalaya. And we gave a little over 1,600 pounds of food to FoodNet. And we thought, man, that was incredible. And so that was in May of 2020. And in August or September, our COO, J.D. Pierce, um, comes up to me and he says, hey, you know, people are hungry year round, not just in May. What if we did uh, 10,000 pounds of food and donated to FoodNet you know, in December. And I said, you're crazy. 10,000 pounds of food is, is, I mean, JD, we did 1600 pounds of food, like, and that took everything we had. And so Tiffany got involved in the conversation and it became a KW 5k and we blew right past 5,000 pounds. We didn't hit six, but we were a little bit more than 5,000 in December. So that put us around almost 7,000 pounds in 2020. And so in 21, we were like, okay, let's take 5K and double it. And in December, we donated a little bit more than 10,000 pounds. And in May because 22, we had to double that again, right? I'm really scared about 23. Um, In May, we donated 10,000 pounds of food in May of 22, and we are on track right now to donate another 10,000 pounds on December 6th. That's y'all's, your big parish-wide? Yeah, so the Food for Families. Food for Families. Food Drive. um, This has
1: been a a part of the FoodNet Food Bank for as long as we've been an organization, um, really as long as food net has been in organizations, which is, I believe is 1987. So going back historically, that was kind of the, the depths of the oil and gas crunch of the eighties. Okay. Um, the founder of food net which Marcel Citron she was the um, she she was the owner and founder of Hub City Fort okay um, she and I, I regret that I never got to meet Marcel uh, but I've, I've visited with her kids and um, not only do they talk about her giving spirit and her in her heart but she said um, or they said about her that um, she saw the suffering in the 80s and she knew that she had to do something about it and mm. so she was just a doer and so she started this drive and she got
0: her uh, family is still that she, way by the oh, way
1: oh gosh yeah, yeah. She, she she got she got All of her friends who were in media involved with it. And so now it is a a KLFY, it's like 35 or 36 years in, and the KLFY, Food for Families Food Drive, all culminates on December 6th. The beautiful part about it is that though there's a major collection site at the Cajun Dome, um, there's also... Little collection sites at the food pantries scattered
0: out all throughout. Oh, Kadiana. that's cool. That way, if you and can't so, get to the cage. Well, them, yeah. Place but also,
1: like, you know, if, if you're in Basile and you you want to donate food <laughs> we want you to donate to the, the drop site in Bazile, because that's going to take care of folks in Bazile. Sure. Uh, FoodNet Food Bank um, supports eight, I think, eight to nine um, local pantries within Acadiana. Um, we also have folks who come in, in and are assisted directly through us. Um, but it, in kind of the structure of food banks and food pantries, the power of the food bank um, can fundraise, can, can hold drives and kind of use the name of that while the food pantries themselves are more on the ground dealing directly with clients um and in the areas that they serve Mm. um if that makes sense no that does yeah so it, it is a um it's a It's something we're real excited about for December 6th, but let's just say last year, the entire collection site at the Cajun Dome, I think we raised over 20, 21, maybe 1,000 pounds of food. So just to know that the Keller Williams effort in 2022 would meet or double... What we did on that one day is
0: amazing. Yeah, that's in that it's insane. It's one of the reasons that I love being in business with mm-hmm. this company, you know, uh, to know that there's a need in our community and to be able to stand in the gap with you guys mm-hmm. uh, to fill that need to provide a month, yeah, of food,
1: an entire month worth of food, yeah, and, and just. That's, that's the thing is I, and I need the, the community to know that Catholic charities especially with our sheltering operations, St Joseph Diner and foodnet um, none of that is is uh, a federal grant. none of that is just money you can count on. We have to fundraise for all of that. Mm-hmm. And so when you give, to St. Joseph Diner, when you give to FoodNet Food Bank, um, that money is going directly to purchasing food and making these programs
0: work. Mm. So if you would, if somebody listening wants to, if you want to get involved in our effort yeah. to um, collect 20,000 pounds, reach out to me. Shoot oh, me gosh, an email, yeah. Shoot out to John me. Ray. Um, and look, by the way, you don't have to go shopping if you don't have time to go shopping. You don't have to empty your pantry you can literally Venmo me Mm -hmm. and I will go shopping on your behalf. And so, um, just reach out three, three, seven, six, five, four, nine, four, eight, zero. And I would be happy to get you involved. (coughs) That said, um, as we wrap up, if somebody wants to donate financially and become a partner with Catholic charities, because you have people that give one time gifts, you have people that give, you know, $1 gifts, you have people that give probably sizable gifts and you have monthly donors because every month you'll have expenses, right? Yeah. And you have consistent expenses. You probably have a budget that you run. How could somebody partner up with y'all to do that?
1: Yeah. So Catholic Charities at dot org. There's a real simple way to either make a one time or a monthly recurring contribution. The The monthly partner idea. I'll put that idea. link in
0: the description of yeah. this podcast.
1: The monthly partner idea um, helps us to project and responsibly plan for our programs, to to grow our
0: reach of our programs. Um, so th- th- to help you wrap your head around this, like a nonprofit, if you're not familiar with the world, like let's say somebody gave you $100,000 today as a donation. And it could happen, right? You can't use that money for recurring expenses because it may not be there again next year. Right. And so having, knowing that you have a certain amount of partners that are given even $5 a month allows you to be able to project an actual budget, Absolutely. for the quote business that you're running. Yeah, right.
1: Yeah, and it, it. I sometimes feel like it's easier for churches because churches have parishioners, churches have pulpits. We don't, um, but we believe that the work that we're doing is is the work of the church on behalf of everyone sure. in our community. Um, and so, I, I mean, I, even at this point, um, I can I can say that we have somewhere between 295 and 300 monthly contributors to what we do um, and so our, our hope is that in in our um, 50th year um, that we can reach a thousand monthly donors mm. um, at any at any rate whether it's a dollar a month 50 dollars a month or, or anywhere um, this is a way that we can we can look at a program and say hey we're gonna let's say we're gonna hire this, Caseworker to work to train and work directly with our clients. Um, we we want to we want to do that. Steward it responsibly. Um, we we want to make sure that we are making these decisions to where we can um, have that strong foundation. And that's what having those monthly contributions do. But really, like in this sense right here, we're getting into this November and December. Um, I, I want to see the Keller Williams food drive. I want to see it come through the finish line in a huge way. And so like I want I want to direct folks to sending a text message to you and saying, how can like how can
0: I help John Ray and his Keller Williams folks? do this well so yeah i, I would love that i yeah. would love for y'all to partner up with us and help us help catholic charities and food food net so reach out uh let me know if you 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 want to donate if you want a venmo if you need me to come pick it up like we will make it happen and we will make it happen as conveniently as it can for you yeah so ben always a pleasure my always friend. a pleasure thanks john ray yeah we'll do it again